Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. Welcome back, everybody. Sports Daily here on KFH. By the way, congratulations to Larry, who's going to see Burt Kreischer. I think I already said that. Uh, and Mike, our other uh, kick it giveaway, Thunder Home Opener, HTO. So we'll have another giveaway coming up. We'll have some movie tickets for you uh, to the Paw Patrol movie. So stay tuned for your chance to win those tickets as well. Um, Tommy, let's talk about K-State, Dad Gummit. Uh, didn't get the win at Missouri. Uh, 61-yard game winner. Look, Missouri played much better than I thought they would. Give them credit. I could not figure out that line for the life of me. It was one of those that we just weren't seeing it straight. I mean, that's that. it's pretty clear, right? K-State was a very, by the time the game started, just a very slight favorite in the game. We couldn't see it. K-State looked great. Missouri out to a rocky start, but... Clearly, Missouri's better than we thought they were. I think it's probably more about them than it is about K-State. But, I mean, I'm not going to shy away. That's a game K-State needed to win. Now they're 2-1. Doesn't affect them in the Big 12. But might affect them big picture if they, you know, they reached their ceiling and can win the Big 12. That's a loss that you absolutely don't want to see. I mean, it looked to me, watching that game, that it was Colorado, or not Colorado, Missouri playing lights out you know, playing like they were desperate to save their coach's job, the way that the, the play calling went, uh, the, the way that they executed. To me, it, it seemed like, you know, Eli Drinkwitz was coaching for his job potentially. I know that he's been on the hot seat. That wouldn't have been, you know, great for Missouri having Kansas State, you know, come into Columbia uh, to have a, a bad loss like that. Um, and then on the other hand, you had Kansas State who looked kind of lethargic. I didn't really feel like – they executed the way that they needed to. Uh, that being said, you know, Kansas State hung in there for the majority of the game, but they should have pulled away early. Um, and then it really, honestly, it came down to, um, you know, big-time blunders at the end by Eli Drinkwitz and Missouri. Like, I felt like the Tigers, they had multiple opportunities to give that game away. And ultimately, Harrison Mevis, the kicker for, for Missouri, saved the Tigers and really pulled that game out for them with that 61-yarder, the longest field goal in SEC history. I mean, it was it was crazy. And, you know, I felt like there were so many mistakes and blunders down the stretch, that final couple of drives for Missouri, and Kansas State just couldn't take advantage of it, unfortunately. That's a game that I feel like the Wildcats, they've got to look themselves in the mirror. They've got to say that was a winnable game. That was a game we should have won. Uh, and it was a game that, we, you know, we've got the better coach. We've got the better players, the better talent. But Missouri executed better at the end of the day. Yeah, for sure. And look, I, again, I, I, I want to just give the credit to Missouri here for the win. Like, Missouri deserves the credit. They played really well. I didn't expect K-State to give up 30 points to anybody, right. let alone Missouri. And so is Missouri the best team they've played? Yes. I mean, clearly they are, right? It's the road test. It's all of these things. I mean, you look at you look at it. Will Howard played well, right? They didn't run the ball as well as you'd like to see him run the ball. They mixed it up a little bit. RJ Garcia was quiet. I, I don't I don't really know 
how to digest the game big picture, Tommy, um, it doesn't shake me from the fact that K-State needs to be, you know, competitive right at the top of the Big 12. It doesn't shake me from their chances really to win the Big 12, I don't think, maybe a little bit. I, I think they just went on the road and got beat by a team that's better than we thought they were, for sure. And look, well, Missouri and, was jacked up for that game. Oh, they, they were. were they, they, they got up for that game. They got up for that game for sure. And there had been talk all week long. On Friday, we talked to Wyatt Thompson about that a little bit, about the the talk between both of these programs throughout the entire week. And, um, you know, Missouri got up for it. Uh, the, the fans in Columbia got up for it. They were ready to go. Uh, and, you know, there's some talent on that team that for Missouri that I – it wasn't that I hadn't recognized it. I just needed proof that they could put it together. Like, I think Brady Cook is a, a, a good quarterback, but I had never really, in my mind, seen him put it together in a big-time spot like that against a top-15 team at home, and he did. Luther Burden is a problem. He's a great wide receiver, uh, and, and he played really well in that game for the Tigers also. Uh, so they got up for it. They were ready to go. They played to their opponent. Uh, and you know, I think that they, they played a little bit above their projections. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm not ready yet to say that I think that they're going to be any kind of, you know, contender in the sec. Uh, but I do think that that's a really good quality win for Missouri. I mean, it's an incredible win for Missouri. One of the bigger wins they've had, I don't know, in a long time, I think. Um, we'll see. I wonder if they can be competitive in the SEC. I don't know. I don't think Look, they and it will. could also it, it could also be a one off too, right? It was just they this was this was the game that they were the most fired up for and it got away from K State and you know, could they have won an overtime? Like I don't wanna say that it cost them the game that field goal, because who knows that they would have even won an overtime. But here's my concern, Tommy is that UCF has looked pretty dang good. They've got two big wins against bad teams, but they went on the road and they beat Boise. Uh, they've got to go to K-State now. Like, I, I think it makes me worry about that game a little bit more, for sure, than, than maybe I would have been. Like, I, if if K-State's you know, capable of losing to Missouri like that on the road, don't aren't you a little more concerned about UCF, who's – I don't think they've been surprising. It's not that because they were predicted to be the best of the new Big 12 teams. But they went on the road to beat Boise, and that's never an easy thing to do or something to overlook. And in their two games against you know lesser opponents, they've, they've blown them out of the water. So UCF, UCF worries me a little bit here. Well, and look, the, the one thing about UCF, and you know that Gus Malzahn is going to use this as motivation, whenever anybody talks about the top tier in the Big 12, at least through the first two weeks, it's been Texas, it's been Oklahoma, and it's been K-State, right? Like, those have been the three teams. Well, and here's UCF. They're 3-0, and and nobody is talking about them in the upper tier of the Big 12. Now, you did mention that they've been widely considered the best of the newcomers in the Big 12, and I think that that's accurate. But n- nobody's really yet said, okay, UCF is potentially in contention to win a Big 12 title. Do I think that they're that good when you compare them to a Texas or an OU? Probably not. But, man, they started 3-0, and and like you mentioned, they beat Boise. So, uh, you know, I, I think that Gus Malzahn Boise will, on the road. On the road. I think Gus Malzahn will use that as motivation, saying, look, nobody is considering us as potentially a contender to win a Big 12 title. Let's, let's beat 
the Wildcats here. And then all of a sudden, you know, in, in our first conference game, we'll be able to make a statement and show, hey, we do belong here in the Big 12. They do belong in the Big 12, by the way. Uh, they're, I, you know, of all the teams that joined, just kind of taking a step back, like they're as big picture intriguing as any school. It's a huge enrollment in a region of the country that they, they could really that, – that, here's what I would say. I would be willing to bet that of all the new teams, not, not – you know, the current new teams, right? They have the chance to to grow the most out of the jump to the Big 12. Like, they could really elevate that program. They've got, you know, the coach that that probably can do that. They're in the region yeah. where that could happen. They've got the massive school and, and enrollment and all of those things. They're, they're certainly going to be a team to watch as, as they grow one thing, into the Big 12. One thing about UCF, too, that I think is going to be a factor, and I think it already has been a little bit and will continue to be this way, is they're kind of out on an island by themselves. You know, like it, a lot of times, even though they're good, don't get me wrong, they're 3-0, and I forget about them occasionally. I forget that they're in the Big 12, you know, because they're all by themselves down there do. in Florida, right? And yeah. so you can use that as an advantage. You can use it, you know, in a lot of different ways, saying, hey, people forget about us. They don't think about us. You know, that there's not another Big 12 team within, what, like 10 hours from us. Like there's a lot of, like they're out by themselves, so they can sort of operate in this way where, like, you know, think about KU and K-State. They're an, they're an hour away from each other, right? And so you, you always know, like, one program knows what the other one's doing and, and the way that that all works. UCF can use that to their advantage, that they're all out there by themselves. They can kind of operate without anybody knowing what they're doing. And then, oh, by the way, here's UCF. They're 3-0. and and especially once you add in the, those Pac-12 teams next year in the Big 12, they're really going to be out on an island all by themselves, and they can definitely use that to their advantage. Yeah, they I, look. It's a game. We'll talk a whole lot more about this game. It's an evening game. It's FS1. It's it's got a nice little window here to to profile K State again. But we'll have you know Tim Fitzgerald later in the week, Wyatt Thompson to really dig into UCF and and what they've done is they'll study up on them. So. We'll have that later this week. Really, just like a bummer loss to K State. I, I hate that. I hate that 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 got away from them that way. It, it does deflate the sales just a little bit, Tommy. Um, as they, you know, I, I haven't even looked at the new AP top twenty-five. Where did that drop them? Have you looked at that? Oh, they're yet? out. Yeah, they completely dropped out of the pools. Oh, really? Yep. That's yep, are, that's a little much. out of the pools. That's a little much. I I don't know about that, but you know, whatever. That's what happens when you lose early. And in the you year. know they what? Have a chance to get. To get right back in there, but yeah, I would have been, I would have been a little bit more uh, understanding of Kansas State dropping out of the polls if the pollsters had put Missouri in the top twenty-five. And Missouri Missouri's got a not few. Even I'm looking at 25. it now. They, they did, got some they votes. They did get a few more. They votes got some votes, than them. but you know, like I, I feel like, all right, you drop from fifteenth all the way out, and then you've got Missouri coming in somewhere in the you know upper twenties. That didn't happen. I mean, like Missouri's not even in the top twenty-five, and so I don't like that. I feel like that that's kind of a bum rap for both of those teams. It's probably fair. I mean, two and one Florida's in there, two and one Tennessee. Everybody else in Alabama has the loss to Texas. Oh, LSU has the loss to Florida State. It's probably fair. I mean, I'm not looking at any of the teams of the top 25 and be like, oh, yeah, Kansas State has to be in over them. So, I guess it's fair. It's just an early season loss. But still, again, deflated the sales a little bit. All right, let's take a quick break. We'll come back. We'll go back to the NFL 
you know, odds to win a Super Bowl have changed in an interesting way. We want to take a bigger picture look through two weeks. Have, have our thoughts changed on the contenders at all at this point of the season? 869-1240 is the number to call. Let's do our last giveaway here to the IHOP hotline brought to you by IHOP, where guests can enjoy four new sweet and savory biscuit options. We have tickets to opening night of the animated feature, Paw Patrol, the mighty movie. Great family opportunity here. You can get a sneak peek uh, and get those at Boulevard Theater in Town West, September 29th at 7 o'clock. That's next Friday, I believe. Yeah, next Friday, Paw Patrol tickets. First caller to the IHOP hotline, 869-1240. We'll come back. More NFL talk after this. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.